Hello and welcome to the season one, episode two uh, of iZombie Radio. I am one of your hosts, uh, Sean, better known by the internet as Snarky Sean, and I'm here with my three lovely co-hosts. Why don't you guys uh, say hello to the crowds? Hello, hello. What's up, guys? (laughs) All right, and you... I'm pretty sure you guys know who we are at this point, but mm-hmm. but should we introduce ourselves? Uh, sure. One one more time. Yeah. Why why not? Just so everyone <laughs> remembers this time. All right. Well, I already introduced myself, so. We I'm got... Katrina. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm... I am also a co-host, and I'm fresh out of the hospital. Yay! I'm Blaze. What happened? Uh, I had a really bad stomachache and it went this morning. And so, yeah, but it's nothing terrible. It was like food poisoning. So I'm back and I'm like three pounds lighter. So everything is okay (laughs) right now. Oh, man. (laughs) Alrighty, Blaze, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Pretty tired. I've had a long day, a long week, but what else is new? Happy to be here, (laughs) though. Glad. And last but certainly not least... Uh, what's up, guys? Chris, uh, I've had a really good day, and I'm fully awake, and I'm ready to talk some my zombies, so let's get to it. Alright. We really don't have much in the ways of news. <laughs> uh, speaking of news, um, so, I mean, there was a video released where they were just, you know, this was the Comic-Con video, am I right? The one that, uh, from San Diego? Y- yeah, it's, it was. It's called the like season three promo on the CW's thing, like or season three photo shoot. So, but uh, uh, yeah, it's just them from Comic Con, uh, kind of goofing around and you know having fun as they do. Because if you've been following them on social media, that's all they do. <laughs> all they do is goof off. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's something. I know, I watched it, like, they, they released um, a bunch of them for all the CW shows, even, like, the new ones, like, I think, uh, like, Riverdale's even on there, too, so, um, if you follow the CW on YouTube, it's definitely something cool to check out, you know, if you want to see the, the cast minus Robert Buckley, uh, just kind of having fun and, and goofing around and, and looking good, looking stylish, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool little thing, you know. When you don't have any kind of spoilers or uh, any casting news, you know, sometimes it's fun just to, to watch the cast goof around. Indeed, indeed. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Just had, a, like, a frog stuck in my throat or something. <laughs> you know, as you do. Uh, so moving right along in our character prediction series that we've started up, uh, we move really just across the table in the Emmy's office, over to one Dr. Ravi Chakrabarty. And how and what we think will come of his character in this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Chris, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, um, spoiler alert if you never finished season two, uh, where we left Ravi off, um, he basically was trying to save uh, Peyton from Mr. Boss's men. Um, kind of key, and he comes into the scene and he sees Blaine 
kind of being the quote-unquote hero, I guess, of the situation. Obviously, you know, Peyton did a lot to help herself out there, but he's the one who's comforting her, and he's the one who's kind of who kind of saved the day. Um, so we kind of leave Ravi in an interesting place because, you know, in the episode before the finale, he he killed uh, someone for the first time when trying to protect Liv. And he, um, again, he's in this relationship with Peyton again and now has to kind of perhaps compete, it looks like, you know, with everything we got from Comic-Con and everything we saw in the finale. looks like there's going to be a love triangle of sorts. Um, and so... He's now kind of at, you know, his relationship with Peyton might not be what it was. It's it's in danger in a way um, because, you know, she's attracted to both men for different reasons. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see what, what I'm really interested in seeing and what I and what I hope to see and what I think we will see uh, since season three is picking up immediately after season two is kind of how Ravi's maybe changed in, in, in kind of subtle ways. Um, after after that that first kill, after protecting Liv and, and killing um, uh, the the guy in the uh, in the in the in the morgue, um, so I'm I'm really curious to see how that changes him. I mean, I'm sure he'll still be the the same fun loving, you know, pop culture referencing guy uh, that we all love, but um, I I think it might lead to to something darker for, for Ravi, kind of in a lot of the ways like that we saw with Major in season one, when Major kind of found out about zombies and, and was going up against them, and we saw his character kind of take a darker turn. Hopefully it's not, you know, as dark. Hopefully he's not, you know, taking drugs or, or uh, you know, hiding things from people. But I definitely think we'll see him have more edge to him um, after, you know, after the events of the season two finale. I agree. <laughs> Okay. I think it's really cool how how are we still doing character predictions? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No guys, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. No. Chris, so now Chris we're done. Stuck. So. Whoever um, else. I think it's, Katrina, go ahead. I think it's gonna be um, really cool to see how Ravi balances that personal life because, like you said, I think his role is gonna grow a lot more. He's one of the only people who has dealt with curing zombie genetics so far and you can already tell that what he's going to be doing is uh it's kind of it's of course for personal reasons he wants to find cures and he wants to help his friends out because they're being affected by this um but i feel like he might get uh a much more not necessarily a public stance but one that's more well known amongst the zombie community so i think it's going to be interesting to see him interacting with more zombies one-on-one than just, like, Blaine and, and Liz. Or Liv, sorry. <laughs> okay, Blaze? Um, yeah, I definitely agree with um, what Chris was saying about, like, I feel like Robbie, Robbie's going to basically, like, think he has to be some type of bad boy, you know, or become something he's not. I think the show will have a lot of fun with that. Um, I think that it would be funny. Okay. A funny idea I had was if he was going to, you know, how they said there's going to be what that like that like bar for uh, zombies. Yeah. I think it'd be funny if he like goes there with Liv and Major and like he's allowed to get in and like I thought it'd be funny if there's like a female zombie there that's like into him and he like <laughs> I feel like that would be a really funny scenario. 
but I God, think they can already have, awkward as it is. I think they can have a lot of fun with it. And like he's trying to be a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and going off of what Katrina was saying too, with with him with you know kind of creating cures, we know that he's gonna, uh, from what we talked about last time, he's gonna create some type of serum either accidentally or on purpose that um, allows the zombie visions to last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's gonna be really cool too. Like, and and is he like? being forced to create that like maybe by Fillmore graves or is he like so is he gonna maybe be forced to be like a pawn in this whole thing mm-hmm. or or is that something where he's just doing it again like on his own um individually to help you know live in major i i don't know or you know it's it should be really cool to see both the science aspect of of his character, you know, the more professional and then the personal side of it as well and how it becomes um, entangled because, of course, it always will. Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alrighty, well, let's see. For me, definitely, basically what all of you guys have just said, <clears throat> except we really need to get Ravi into, like, a punk rock outfit for when he's, like, trying to act all tough, like that stereotypical leather jacket, combat boots... Maybe some like eyeliner, you know. This is for me just for pure like laughs, like comedic reasons. I was gonna I say that. nothing says badass like eyeliner. Uh- <laughs> well, it would be eyeliner, you know. Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy wore it. Uh, oh, yeah. Green Day's lead singer still wears it. You know. I'm just joking, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I definitely see him sort of branching out a little bit more and sort of coming to, like, trying to figure out what his role is in the whole new zombie world. And uh, definitely think, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure the whole uh, vision improving serum is going to be a goof-up on Ravi's part, trying to cure them, and instead just makes their visions last longer. And he's just going to hit himself in the forehead and go, ah, back to the drawing board. (laughs) As he's done twice now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he can't be successful, otherwise there's no show. Um, Or uh, he gets it, like, he gets it correct once and loses the means to and only has one shot and Liv has to make that choice. True. Between her major. And, I mean, Major is still a ticking time bomb because his cure cured him, brought him back, and now he's going to die. He's going to super die because he's already dead. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be uh-huh. real dead. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I love both scenarios that you and Blaze are proposing, though, like the... The leather jacket, trying to act like a tough guy, and then also the the idea of a zombie like hitting on him at the zombie speakeasy is just like and like it's like does he want to make Peyton jealous? You know, if she starts to lean like Blaine or something like as a joke, like but it like fails yeah. basically. Yeah, because if he like even if he kisses her, like the exchange of bodily fluids, he'd be like you know like mm-hmm. you don't you you don't know, so he really can't like. It would just be kind of funny to see him, you know, play off that and and be like, oh, I'd really like to, but I don't want to become a zombie. And, you know. 
yeah. and him doing it in his awkward way, and that's what that's what I mean by him just being bumbling and awkward when it comes to that. Like, ah, oh, you're you're pretty and all, but no, I I I can't, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, and that would be really funny too, because it would kind of if he's if he is trying to be more like a tough guy, it would really kind of undercut that persona that he's creating if he you know if he comes in like that he's all cool and it works but then he's getting hit on by a zombie and now he's like well actually i gotta back it up here back it up you know but uh (laughs) (laughs) um no it could be that could be really fun all right so that's it for our character prediction on ravi Um, Real, real real quick i do want to ask everybody something yeah, go ahead, Chris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who do you think, like, out of this love triangle, like, do you think it's, do you think Peyton's going to lean one way or the other? So, one, how do you think it's going to turn out, at least to start? And then, two, who do you want uh, Peyton to be with, Ravi or Blaine? I think that's that's a fun fun kind of discussion Ooh, to have. Wars. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, we, we were asking, when we asked them in the press room, no one kind of had a good answer, and I, I don't necessarily think there's a right one, but it is kind of, I'm curious to hear everyone's thoughts. I'm more of a Ravi kind of guy, and I believe <laughs> that he and Peyton are, like, destined to be. Um, but I see it sort of leaning towards Blaine at first. Because I think she's she, still trying to lean yeah. on him. I think also get, she'll still be on like the high of him, yeah, saving her. Yeah, I definitely think that Blaine is uh, at the very least going to be like uh, the spike of that relationship yeah. where he's really exciting, <laughs> yep. and then and then maybe the fandom is like she should have gotten with Blaine, but like you look at the couple and and you think no, nah. So I mean, if I have to choose between the two then definitely Ravi it w- it's just going to be like and I mean character development but it's just going to be a thing for them to work out the past they've had together and, and try to get past all of the insane stuff that's happening now totally I actually Hi. think it would be interesting if she starts out with Blaine right and like they begin. I think it would be really interesting if it was like they begin to get somewhat serious, you know, or, like, she basically, like, finally, be, like, buys into this new guy and stuff, and, like, he seems like a person, but then if he does, like, get his memories back, and not that they, like, not that it, I don't want it to be, like, oh, she realizes, like, she gets, like, screwed over by Blaine or anything, but I think it would just be actually nice if they ended sort of on, like, good terms, like, once he gets his memories back, like, yeah. everything just, like, what they had sort of, like, fades away, and they just both realize it, and it's kind of, like, a peaceful parting, and then she ends up with Robbie. Mm. I think that would be, like, interesting. Yeah. Because Blaine's character, like, the thing, like, that's the great thing about him, is he's so lovable, and, like, you know, he, he obviously, like, does what he needs to to survive, and is definitely, like, a jerk, but he doesn't like, not have a heart. Mm-hmm. And he's such a key player with all the zombie, like, lore. He's kind of got those connections going back to where he got it. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that, that no matter what happens, he's still going to be, like, 
in play if he and Peyton don't work out. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing is like I think now with this greater zombie world, like maybe he sort of like does join their team or you know he kind of like it's like oh I don't know any of these new zombies but like I know them at least. But mm-hmm. like yeah, I think that there's definitely like a lot of possibility there. And I think that'd be a good way for them to kind of make his character more appealing. Mm-hmm. And then Chris? Oh, cool. Do you, yeah, no. do you have an opinion on it? <laughs> no, I just wanted to see what everyone else thought. Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, no um, yeah, I mean, obviously kind of echoing what most of you guys are saying, when it comes down to it, I think Ravi and Peyton click. And I, I just still like... You know, we're we're rewatching season one, obviously, and and we haven't gotten there yet. But just like, I don't know, they're like for, like their dynamic, especially when in that first season when they start going out and going on dates, is just it's it's too great not to not to want to see it uh, continue. But um, I think it's definitely she's gonna lean more Blaine uh, to start the uh, to start season three off, just because it creates more drama and also. Because we haven't really seen her and Blaine in a relationship of sorts. They slept together, but, like, I don't know, like, how does, how do Peyton and, and him kind of fit? How, do this new, how does this new Blaine fit into her life, and how does that dynamic play out? Because I think that's, that's too interesting of an uh, opportunity for the writers to pass up, so, and, and there's... It's too much drama for Ravi to have to go through. Like we got, we got to see him pining just a little bit more, you know. Um, but all right, cool. That definitely is one of the more fun aspects of the show. I'd like to say because it's <clears throat> Ravi's just that character that most of us can relate to. While Blaine's kind of like that, you know that lurking bad boy in the background. <laughs> well, at least was before he lost his memory. And now he's kind of just like, I don't even know who I am at this point. Yeah. And so should be some fun times coming up in season three, which we're still waiting on the actual date on that because come on, CW, come on, just let yeah. us know. <laughs> Please. Please let us know. All right. Uh, and our luck, it's going to be posted tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, right. After we're recording this on Tuesday, you know, it gets posted on Wednesday. Yeah, no, I mean, I just hope mid-season means more January and, and less March. But, you know, we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? So that brings <laughs> us to episode our episode review. Episode yeah, 2 okay. of season 1. Woohoo! Which I actually watched this time around. I binged both the pilot and the second episode yesterday. And I, it just reminds me how much I love this show. It really does. Um, <laughs> it just really... just It was a Halloween episode of all things. And that's kind of funny. That it's just, you know... She's a zombie... But let's just shoehorn in this whole Halloween thing, even though, you know, this episode debuted back in March. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I think that was. I think that's kind of like. I kind of also like that they just like got that out of the way, kind of like pretty immediately. Yeah. And then it's like you know we're not gonna necessarily like lean on crutches like this, so like let's just use our yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> let's just get this trope done and yeah, over like, with so I we think can it, move on. I think, like the you know the show like this was, it was the second episode like it's so it's like fun because you can still use that you know. But yeah, I just think exactly. it was smart of them to like sort of like looking back now. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And uh, let's see. So episode starts off with dead artist with a paintbrush just lodged in his head. Um, <laughs> that's one way to go for sure. Um, and. Let's see. I'm trying to remember exactly what was. Yeah, it's uh. Oh, go ahead, Katrina. I mean, she Hi. eats the brain and becomes like really passionate about everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, uh, there's there's a lot of jazz, a lot of uh, polygamy, all that stuff. Art. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of art. Weird interactions with Major yeah. that he's not too this comfortable is... with anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is still this is still one of my favorite brains, like to date, mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. just because. Um, <laughs> and when she's doing the uh, the police sketch, and she's like critiquing the uh, um, what's the it called the, the sketch artist, and I love it because I I remember it comes back into play like later in the season where he like won't work with her. And I just, it's just such the, it's the funniest thing. And the way she's, like, describing um, all the details and, like, and using metaphors. And, and and Clive and the sketch artists are just like, so what? Like, what do you mean? Like, were his eyes brown? Were they big? Were they, like, you know? And, um, yeah. Okay. It's just, it's so funny. And I think this kind of was the first indication for just how goddamn good Rose is at playing these different types of characters. Mm-hmm. She's literally playing the polar opposite of who Liv was before the boat incident. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just... Oh, man. It, was, it just made me really fall in love with Liv as a character because each... At that point, it cemented in my head that she's going to be sort of a different variation of her. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be interesting watching that, because that's like a real tough acting sort of job. Like, yes, you're playing the same character, but this time you need to be a gardening expert, or you need to be a music producer, or a stripper. Yeah. Just to name a few. <laughs> and on top of that, she needs to maintain who Liv is. And that's a big thing, too. And it's something I've only seen really done on an, uh, on shows like Orphan Black, where you have that main mm-hmm. uh, actress who's taking on six or seven roles of identical women. So you have you have that sort of in a way here with iZombie, too, where she has to maintain that character of Liv and also be this convincing alteration of Liv, because she is Liv, no matter what she does. No, it's really cool. No, it definitely mm-hmm. is. It's 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 very much like, like you said, Katrina, like Orphan Black, like, 
it I mean that's the thing. Rose is doing like what kind of what Tati you know, it's to to a little bit of a lesser degree, sure, because she's not playing seven different clones every episode, but she's yeah. um she's doing similar work to Tatiana Maslani and it also reminds me too, um, of what Anna Torv had to do in Fringe when she was playing the different um Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Olivia's and then so she was playing like alt-universe Olivia, mm-hmm. pretending to be Olivia, pretending to be a different Olivia, and it was like, they'd be like, piled on each other, and um, it's just the little subtleties and the little changes, but you can still see the actual character shining through. It's just, it's, it's a really just a terrific performance. Yeah, it's a nice touch on the show, too, because like you said, like it's funny that you can compare it to those types of like sci-fi shows, you know, that seem... Mm-hmm. more extreme or like more hardcore sci-fi and are like a lot of fun but it's cool that you know iZombie is a little bit more of a grounded show I would say even though there are like supernatural elements <laughs> yeah even though there are zombies yeah and they just like still do it so well for sure and the whole entire episode did feel a little soap opera to me too which was, I mean, due to who the victim was and the victim's sort of close friends and relatives were, it sort of makes, it made for a good soap opera-y sort of story. Mm-hmm. And Clive right away is like, the wife did it. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. I, I really like, um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, go, no, go ahead. I, I like that uh, the soap opera thing that you're touching on because a lot of those because of of the the main the, the victim um, he had like Hispanic heritage so a lot of that was very telenovela and my oh well I love telenovelas growing up so uh, a lot of those wackadoodle twists were just like ah I know what you're you're making fun <laughs> of like I've seen that episode <laughs> no so, d- yeah. definitely definitely I, I I think it was intentional and. Yeah, it was funny because I remember watching it. I was like, "Oh, so this is like I Zombie's take on Jane the Virgin," and like it was like a fun yeah. little, <laughs> um, you know, but with uh, but with a little more death and a little more brains. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I agree. Like I kind of I, I like how and 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 it also I think shows too like even more so than the pilot how sometimes with these cases it really is like a good guessing game where like you get to 10 minutes left in the episode and and you're just like well i i really don't actually know who did it whereas like on a lot of procedurals you're within the first like 10 to 15 minutes right okay it was you know it was the best friend or it was the sister or you know this is uh this was like kind of their first demonstration to show that hey we can we can make it seem obvious, but then surprise you, and then, um, and it was just, yeah, it's just, I don't know, I just love the episode, it's a, it's a ton of fun. <laughs> it was like a really, really good game of Clue. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, we got the art studio, we got the paintbrush, but who done it? <laughs> Dude, that's great. Well, other... That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. You already like know going in, like you peeked at the cards beforehand. You peeked at the clue cards ahead of time, and you already know. You're just like, how are they gonna figure out? No, this one, you're just like, I have no idea who this is. 
Yeah. No, that's uh, I was that was a great comparison. Great call. Uh-huh. Uh, now I just want to play Clue. Um, <laughs> I just want to watch Clue. Yeah, there you go. That too. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, man. I and I guess. I mean, as much fun as it is, too, uh, I, I think it does a real nice job of setting up exactly who Blaine is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is the first time we spend any significant amount of time with Blaine. And we kind of get get from the get-go that he can't be trusted. Liv doesn't trust him. You know, at first, you know, it's it's easy for her to trust him at first because, oh, this is the only other zombie I know. But then she kind of quickly realizes something's up with this guy, um, and uh, I thought it was a that was like nicely handled because we got to see it, it was kind of clear we got to see who Blaine presents to the world and then who Blaine really is, um, which I think was a great way because in the pilot we really obviously we really don't get any of him at all so it was a really nice way to kind of. Uh, you know, show who the main main antagonist for season one was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. Like, she could have trusted him at first, and then she sees him dealing dealing with the drug dealers, and, I mean, she, if she stuck around just a little bit longer, she would have known that he was, I mean, still up to no good. But, I mean... That's also sort of the first reference to Mr. Boss as well, even though it's not by name per se, even though they say Boss wants to see you, mm-hmm. which looking back on it now, you're like, ah, okay, I get it now, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it definitely sets Blaine up to be the antagonist for at, at least the first season of the show. Mm-hmm. At least the main antagonist for the first season. And uh, looking back on it now, I'm just just ready to sort of go back down memory lane with these characters and sort of form my own opinions on how the how what happened will affect what's going to happen. But yeah, definitely. I just um, have a pretty bad memory, so. This is perfect for me. <laughs> good, uh, good refresher before the new season. Exactly. Uh, all right. I think that's uh, like all I got for the episode, though. That's all you got for the episode? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, I like interacting with what you guys said. I thought it was a good setup. A nice, like, okay. very, uh, full episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, what else do you think Liv might have pickpocketed while she was on... Oh, wait, no. Yeah. That's the pilot. Pilot oh. episode. Uh, <laughs> wow, my brain is... Brain. Mm. It's mush. Yeah. Because I mm. watched the episodes back-to-back, so they're sort of melding in my brain. Nah, it's all. It's all good. But, well, I mean, I think the first few episodes will be, you know, really good to talk about. Um, and they all kind of, especially the pilot in this one, they kind of, you know, it, they can easily kind of blend together with how the pilot ends with, you know, Blaine running at her and, and everything. But uh, 
but yeah, no, they're good. I'm excited to excited to talk about episode three for uh, for next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> One of my um, favorites. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same. Same. Um. But uh. But yeah, I mean, I'm. I think I'm, that's it. I was. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm good unless anyone else has to wants no, to add anything. Anyone no, else I think that any pretty much does it for last me. Last thoughts. No. Okay. I think we're good. We're yeah. all good? Alright, so <laughs> let's just go around and, you know, promote ourselves wherever we may be. <laughs> you know, shameless plugs here, over here at iZombie Radio. So, uh, oh, Katrina, when did you start us off? Uh, you guys can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Katrina O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. Uh, I'm putting up YouTube videos now, which is great, uh, if you guys want to look for that on YouTube. And you can find new stuff from me soon on StarWars.com, which is not associated with iZombie. (laughs) (laughs) It's Star Wars, so it doesn't matter. Star Wars is always welcome. Technically, because Ravi is a Star Wars fan, Mm -hmm. I can work this in. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and just look. I mean, you got a new hope and all the all the zom- or all the uh, zombie rat names. Exactly, so. and the actors are fans in real life, so it's totally fine. It makes sense. There you go. <laughs> all right, Blaze, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Blaze Hopkins. You can find me writing for TVOverMind.com. A bunch of the superhero uh, TV shows are coming back, uh, and I'll be covering some of those i'm writing for the marvel report so you know i'm all over but hit me up on twitter and chris uh yeah you guys can follow me on twitter uh at ckinger13 um be sure to check out uh most of my articles will be on tvovermind.com um i also write for the marvel report and uh real quick just want to say that uh from here on out, our, our schedule, just to give you listeners kind of a heads up, because I know that we were off for a while, and, and that was that was due to me, and I was moving and didn't have internet for a while, so that was all on me. But uh, the plan, I know, I know, yeah. guys, I know, what a, what, a, what a jerk I am. But uh, <laughs> no, the, um, the plan moving forward, we initially started this uh, as a bi-weekly show, but we're going to do it uh, every week we're going to record, and the idea... The plan right now is to have a new episode up every Friday. So we typically record this on a Tuesday night, but we're, we'll get it to you guys on that Friday. Um, so keep listening to us, but just wanted to give our listeners an idea of when they can expect new episodes. So every Friday, make sure you download, rate, review us, all the all the nice things. and uh, follow- Live tweet the episode, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Some people like to live tweet listening to podcasts. Just, yeah, inter- interact with us on Twitter and make sure you're following at iZombie Radio because that's where you can get all these details as well. And on Facebook, we'll be uh, making sure that the, any updates we have, we'll post them there for you guys. So, thank you. All right. And you can find me virtually everywhere on the internet under Snarky Sean, except for places that I've listed before that I'm not going to list now because they are unimportant, useless social media sites. Um, you still got Zanga, man? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, seriously, right. I have no Call idea. Back. 
You guys on you guys on MySpace? Um, anyway, no, but so, they keeps they still keep sending me emails. Um, <laughs> I don't care who's on the top eight on someone's top eight. I really don't. Um, always, always Tom. Always Tom. <laughs> but yeah, um, you can find. Uh, let's see. I have a Facebook page. That's just Snarky Space Sean. I'm working on tying down the URL. I'm couple likes away from getting that custom URL or whatever those kids say these days. Um, <laughs> and I was also on a recent episode of the DC Films podcast. It was actually the first one under the DC Films name and the one-year anniversary episode. We talked about Deathstroke and Justice League Dark, so go check that out. Um, and yeah. Always, you can find this podcast uh, iZombieRadio.com, Facebook.com slash iZombieRadio, and at iZombieRadio on Twitter. Hell yeah. To cover all the bases? Yeah. I think so. Awesome. Thank you guys again, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, next week for episode three. Thanks for listening.